Cheers <laughs> to episode 126. Cheers. Coffee. Oh, Vodka. Water. And I also have water. Vodka. When, when do you plan on going to sleep? You're having coffee at 8 o'clock? Uh, he's I on actually, summer vacation, Cody. Doesn't matter. Right. That, but also, I'm one of the people that I can sleep like right after a coffee. Got it. Actually, okay. it's common to have one coffee and then fall asleep. But I think but if it, you go to two, you're in big trouble. But it probably messes with my overall sleep sleep quality. So I guess I, the, I guess like does. Europeans do that. They have like a little little espresso with their, their dessert. Espr- my, my parents do meal. that. Yeah, is oh, that well? And they fall asleep to, right away. So to help like a post dinner bowel movement. Is that why they do that? that I think they be. just like espresso. It's more that, or get a number two out <laughs> after the, all the pasta. No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> um, this this took a turn. <laughs> welcome to the number one sports show in the state of Michigan. If you're hearing a different voice, let's set the stage. Listener Cody. <laughs> friend Cody with a C is back on the show. I think you were the last guest on. Why yeah. it was, why, why it was actually, I believe. Oh, yes. I thought you were on for yeah. the NBA draft. Yeah, but then uh, why it was home. No, no. Well, so it was the draft lottery. No. Draft lottery. Sorry, lottery. Lottery. Yes. I have been known. Um, my immediate reaction was Osar uh, Thompson was a piston and it happened, so. Right yeah, now. I don't know if it's because you have a good memory for the ones you've gotten right. But I feel like in the last three months, you've just been nailing future predictions, mm, but it may be because you Cody only recycle the ones that are thousand right. predictions <laughs> yeah. a day. Like you're going to get like four, right? That's my game. If you just, if you just predict five things a week and then only highlight the ones that you get right, it feels like you're on a hot streak. Yeah. But I don't think that's true. <laughs> I was never forget Alex's, his cold take one was, he said it was impossible for Michigan to ever beat Ohio state. And the year that it happened. Mm. That's what I didn't say about that. that I mean, that's just completely out of context. Classic Grant, but whatever. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, <laughs> 2023, 8.14 p.m. And mm, what's a good and? Oh, and the Red Wings finally made a move with all the assets. Big picture storyline that we've always talked about is we're acquiring all these assets could we do something fun with it? Evan had us getting Johnny Hockey for the last three years. Turns out I wasn't Johnny Hockey. It's Alex Hockey. Alex Debrinkit, Farmington Hills native, is now a Red Wing. That's probably the biggest thing that's happened in Detroit sports, I would say. Trades are huge. I and did I, it again. I, did you see? I think this guy was like a business executive, but a guy from their front office quit. Like the day after the trade happened, I think it's a coincidence, but there was yeah, a lot it's of jokes. probably a coincidence. Or no. in a different universe, they f- no. told him to leave because he got fleeced by Steve Eiserman. That's a more fun reality to live in. No, it's not fun living in fairy tale land. <laughs> Alex is not very fun today. Peter Pan. Alex, you ever Alex seen Peter Pan? Just... Yeah, bad movie. Actually, you know what? I agree. I did not like Peter Pan. <laughs> Movies <laughs> thunk. Yeah, it... really bad. 
I think the listeners are going to listen to this and think Evan is still on the podcast because of the negativity I'm hearing from Alex right now. Mm. Well, I didn't say the Red Wings are going to be bad. I just okay. I'm just saying. Just said that like I didn't quit his just job enter, or get enter, fired enter, over a trade. Just entertain the take. That's all I'm asking. And that's a good transition too, because I forgot to say what Evan was doing. He is a home play umpire for U12 district semifinal game in Tecumseh. Tecumseh versus Ash Carlton. You can go see a Twitter clip on our feed right now. Shout out to the GOAT of beat reporters, Jeff Papworth, covering the beat of 12U Little League Baseball. Just a great video of Evan calling a kid out at the plate. Very awkward non-slide by the kid coming into home. And Evan just really gets the point. He's out! And gets him out of there. Um, Some people, myself, were wondering how is it hard or easy for Evan to put his bias aside that he's umping the Tecumseh game when he is a main fixture in the Tecumseh youth baseball system? It's not. (laughs) That's the answer. (laughs) It's not easy for him to put his bias aside. That's my answer. (laughs) I like to imagine he does for the sake of the kids, but one would wonder, you know, (laughs) holding the keys to the show behind the dish. Might cut this because I don't want any Ash Carlton conspiracy theories to arise. <laughs> but yeah, go check that out. But th- they're in the middle of a rain delay. They're just trying to grind through a t- the 12U game. So he was not able to make it tonight. So we have Cody with the C on, um, a listener favorite, a friend of the pod. It's going to be a great show. We're going to get into um, what we've been doing basically over July 4th to now. And then what else did I write down for today? The trade of the Red Wings. And some future predictions for them after this big move. Pistons did their free agency, um, and they've played two games of summer league. So we'll touch on that a little bit. Beef Stew, Isaiah Stewart got an extension. That happened last night. And then the Tigers also had a draft. They picked a kid at number three. They also threw a no-hitter. I just put it on there because you don't see those every day. And then if we have time, if we buzz through these <laughs> topics, listener Cody with a K Suggested we do an NFC North fantasy football draft, which could be a hit segment. You never know. And we're going to do it for him because if you give us an idea for a topic, we will do it. And this is a way to prove it by doing this. So without further ado, I would normally you'd say guests go first, but Alex always goes first with his weekly recap. So Alex, what have you been up to since Thursday, June 29th? <laughs> Any big moments? <laughs> um, you got a dog? Nope. No dog. Did I do anything? God, you're telling me. Well, I went to a funeral. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, that sucked. Um, Those are never fun. Yeah, no, you gotta stop laughing. But the fact that yeah, that's no. the first thing you said. Yeah, I mean, that's what's what I did this weekend. And then Sorry the, for your uh, loss. Thanks. And then the weekend before. You went to a Tigers game by yourself. I think that is going remiss. Or were you by yourself? I went to a Tigers game, yes. <laughs> I didn't watch the game, though. <laughs> Awfully odd for a man who's boycotting the Tigers to go to a game by himself. Makes me think that it wasn't by himself. Right. Anyways, (laughs) the Tigers didn't get a hit till the seventh inning. Yeah. And it was like 14-0. But you, I will say, there's this group of like family in front of me, like a couple families and their kids. 
their kids' shirts were off. They were swinging them like rally towels. <laughs> it was 12-0. They scored their first run, and these kids take their shirts off, just swinging them around. The dads are hammered. They're like, let's go, Tigers, like freaking out down 11 runs. I've never seen anything like it. They scored two more awesome. runs, and you would have thought that we had just won the game. 12-3 final or something terrible to the yep. worst team in baseball. The Blue Jays? Oh, no, that was the A's, yeah. The A's. Yeah. I like, to, um, I like to picture you went there to start to formulate a plan to kidnap Chris Illich <laughs> and make him sell the team, so you're scouting out the area. I did see Chris in the tunnel below the dugout with a chat. <laughs> No, you didn't. Just, just told him what's going to have to happen if he wants to keep his job and his franchise. Why do you say dumb things like this? Um, so that was a good conversation with Chris. He seems like he's going to turn the corner for me. Um, other thing that I did, I'm, I'm sure I played golf at some point. I don't remember where or when, but I'm sure I did. And yeah, that's that, I think. Eat any hot dogs. Oh, it was the 4th of July. We haven't recorded since then? No. Thir- Alex, Thursday, June 29th. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I worked the the 3rd. <laughs> Had to get that yeah. in there. I played golf the 4th of July morning. Yeah, I did that. Where at? What track? Uh, to come see <laughs> golf club. I guess. Mm-hmm. No longer a member there, right? No, no. I haven't been a member there in three years. No, oh, so long ago. That is. <laughs> Are you? Would you be out of the junior right now? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's devastating. Right, we're the same age. That means you'd be out of the junior. <laughs> well, they wouldn't accept my kind. Yeah, they they accept everyone. Yeah, I guess money's money. Yeah. Do you have to wear a college shirt in their clubhouse? You have to wear a college shirt to golf, so I'm sure you're gonna be. You're not just gonna go there to hang out. Yeah, I'd never be a member there then. That's my one stipulation. Well, Grant, that's like a lot of maybe all of the country clubs. No. Oh, you yeah. Can't. Yeah, I'm just not a country club guy. Because you don't like polos? If it's 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 the principle. If you have to wear a certain thing to get in, like I'll play there, but I don't think I'd ever be a member at one of those places. You had to wear uniforms for every sport you played. <laughs> God, that yeah, is but a to good have point. a membership there, you have to spend a certain amount of money in the clubhouse, which means like you probably have to go there for dinner and not golf. So like I don't want to wear. Or you could just go dinner. get food after you're done golfing. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, guys, like we're talking I, about a polo. We're not I talking about a suit. If I can't go to a, I golf wear a polo course, every day to work. If I can't go to a golf course on like Ooh. a sixty to seventy degree day, crisp, minimal wind, and I can't wear a long sleeve Nike Dry Fit shirt. In Lululemon shorts, then I don't want to be a member there. Well, then you can't be a member anywhere. That's not true. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. Places that will accept me. Not a, a country member. club. Raisin Valley. You Boom. cannot be a member at a private golf course and do that. Yeah, it can be a nice meeting. Unless you're like Rory. Like you really like that good. Yeah, how come you could be? Clubs? Yeah. If you just bought the golf course, you could be. You could buy a golf course. Or you can just suck forever because you don't want to wear a polo. Fine. That's fine with everybody. That has no correlation. Some of the best golfers in the world probably also like to be casual when they golf. Yeah. That's why I live golf. You can wear hoodies on tour now. Nice hoodies. 
live golf, you can wear shorts. No one says you can't wear shorts and hoodies on a, at a country club. You can't. Oh, I don't know about that. You can wear quarter zips. You can wear it. Yes, you can. Quarter zip, yeah, but a hoodie is different than a quarter zip. A tight hoodie. You can't wear a baggy like one of these hoodies, but... Like that Throwback. hoodie right there on a fall day would be awesome to golf in. You just see, you just sound super dumb because you just we wear sl- dress clothes to work every day, but you can't wear a dry fit. The only difference between your dry fit long sleeve and your dry fit polo is a collar. And <laughs> Nothing material. else. No, they have material that's the same. Well, I can't wear a long sleeve polo. I look like a douche at a golf course. I think if I wear a long sleeve polo. You can Maybe even not. wear Nike dry fit po- mock polos that don't even have the collars. Yeah, no, that's BS. Those should not be allowed if, if we're doing the strict collar rule. It's not that strict, man. Just don't look, is, look like you're going to the gym. Alex, how much is Big Country Club paying you? Why are you <laughs> such an ambassador for polos right now? I just think it's dumb to he's complain about polos. I'm, yeah, not, he's I'm, not, not, I don't, I'm not a Country Club member. <laughs> if I Alex think Country opened- Club's... I gave a rant on this podcast about how ridiculously priced country clubs are. But if the if the reason you're not doing one is because of the polos, I think you need right. to look in the mirror. Without a polo on, shirtless. If Alex opened up a country club, you would have to wear a dinner navy blazer past 6 p.m. in the clubhouse. I guarantee Listen, that. Evan, although he's not here to defend himself, has said that Raisin Valley should implement a polos and shorts only Dress code. I definitely think jeans should be banned. There's a guy that wears jeans on my golf league. <laughs> I can get behind that. That's disgusting. <laughs> but also kind of sick. Like how would Brett Favre ever golf if he couldn't wear jeans? That's true. I just can't believe the polo is a hang-up for you. It's just so stupid. You're going to dress like you're 14 for your whole life? No, it's like if you're playing a sport, why can't yeah, I In every wear... sport you play, you have to wear a uniform. We went over this. But not okay. Even Cody not, had to wear polos when he bolt. That's an that's an organized sport. Sure. This is a like, sport. But no, we're post organized high school sports. We're just playing as adults. Like if I go play pickup at the YMCA, I don't have to wear a certain shirt. I can wear yeah. whatever I want. <laughs> Got him there. Got sort him there. of. You <laughs> still have to like. You're not going to like wear jeans and a polo to go play pickup <laughs> basketball. Correct, but you could. and they wouldn't let and you play would. if they if you did. They'd be like, yeah, "Get the fuck out of here! You look if Clay stupid." Thompson showed up. I don't know why I picked him in jeans and a polo. They'd let him play. No, this just agree seems to, dumb. I agree to disagree. <laughs> they just you just kind of sound dumb. Wait, like when there's a golf tournament at a country club, though, like do you have to wear, like for example, the Rock and Mortgage Mortgage Classic? Do you do you have to wear a polo to that? No. Interesting. That is interesting. Listen, you could show up to a country club in your fucking t-shirt, and there's a decent chance no one says anything to you. Why is it going to be a fucking t-shirt? Why can't it just be a nice (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt? Because it's just such a dumb conversation we're having. Polos are bait. Soccer players play a full game running around in polos. Not Manchester You can't can't wear a polo to play golf. Well, no, I can. I can do it. I just don't like to. I, if I'm going to pay thousands of dollars to be a member there, I want to be able to show up in a dry fit long sleeve. Yeah. 
Well, news flash, of buddy. It, it's not happening. Eye. No, I will find the track. Yeah, public. It will be public. <laughs> yes, which is fine. I'm a man which of the means public. The, problem with the, the only problem with the public is that you just – you'll never get tea times. It'll always be busy, and that's that's why people don't like public courses. <laughs> oh, I'll get tea times. You be behind leagues. You pay The links more. at Crystal Lake. Yeah, you Remember. play shit courses. Yes. <laughs> that course is sweet. That course sucks. They have, they have an island green. That course, that hole is littered with bird poop. <laughs> that is true. I will not fight you on that. There are geese everywhere. That is not a nice. That, is, that golf course is 5,000 yards. Cody? You? Yeah, Fourth? that list, listening to Alex, Alex's two-week recap was like watching paint dry. Uh, I can't imagine where it starts right now. Um... <laughs> Fourth uh, of July, went and watched the T Grays play the A's. Nice. I eviscerated uh, Javi Baez from my seats. I mm. audibly screamed in my section, "I will never purchase a Little Caesars pizza again." And I <laughs> got a few claps. Doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was Tarek Skubal's first game back. Four innings, oh. I think, no hits. Uh, the A's actually no hits through seven innings. Went to extras, tied zero zero. We lost one nothing. I think the A's had two hits. I, kind of a boring game to watch, to be honest. I immediately texted the group chat said I'll be boycotting the Tigers until twenty twenty five. So, yeah, I, I'm like four hundred forty games left on the suspension for the Tigers for my eyes. <laughs> That's so many games. Um, and then, yeah, just did some landscaping this last weekend, and then I made my Monday night golf debut yesterday. Kind of landscaping? Wait a second. Talk about paint uh, drying. Oh, you're so mad about that, Calvin? Mulch dried. I, just, I have a question for you, Wilkins. It's just kind of funny thing how we're all growing up and, like, <laughs> like I did some landscaping Not Grant. this weekend. Not Grant. Well, he wants to wear well, long sleeve Nike t-shirts for the rest of his life. <laughs> This is what the podcast needed is get over else. Well, because I have a, a question. Yep. I, I see those headphones all over the place. What are they? Are they good? What you don't know what those are? AirPod Maxes. Those yeah, are the Apple Pods? Ever heard of yeah. Apple? The AirPod headphones, yeah. Really? Trillion Dollar Company, ever heard of them? Uh, no. What do they now, make? It's Prime Day today. Might get a deal. Snack them quick. <laughs> Great headphones, I'd recommend. Probably best noise canceling in the game. They are a little on the pricier side, so if you're trying to splurge, do they have a but... transparency mode like the AirPod Pros? <laughs> yeah, I can you hear so. yourself talking like, right now? Yeah, I can hear myself talking. Transparency mode is designed for like if you're taking public transportation, like the subway and buses. You can hear people talk to you. My whole life yeah. transparency mode. I'm an open book. <laughs> that was a bar. That was dumb. <laughs> Anyways, off the headphone talk because Apple's not sponsoring this podcast. Um, Landscaping grant, to answer your question, since I built the house, I had no pre-existing landscaping, so I put some edging down, some uh, weed weed barrier, and then instead of mulch, so I don't have to buy mulch every year, put that, uh, Mm -hmm. like the stuff they use on playgrounds, like the rubber mulch, because it kind of lasts forever. Tire? And I think it looks better. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, put that up, put some landscaping lights outside. Super thrilling, man. Um, 
home no, ownership isn't. rules. Yep. Um, and then made my Monday night <laughs> golf debut. Probably it wasn't up to my standards, but uh, you know it wasn't putting well. I had a you I had a triple. Team up had with? A triple. I Hunter. played with Hunter. I had a triple in the middle of the round, which uh, really derailed me. I would say, but uh, I think I won my matchup, so that's all. That's all that matters. Hunter didn't play too well. He shot, I think, forty three on the back, mm. which is not good for racing. So mm. I shot a forty seven. How the it triple is it was it OB or was what happened on the triple? Mm. I drove it short. Well, uh, thir- thirteen. Yeah, tw- thirteen. No, mm. twelve. Yeah, thirteen straight no. away, right? 14's yep. the dog leg. Yep. Thirteen drove it up short, chipped it up. I was on the opposite side of the green from the flag. The guy I was matched up against putt, and he really gave it a ride, and it only got about halfway to the flag stick. So I walked up to my ball, and I was like, "I'm really gonna have to hammer this to get it there." Hammered it a little too hard, hit a downslope, almost rolled into the creek right there. Mm-hmm. Had to chip it up back off the green, and then I think I two or three putt from there. So if I could have just two putt and not been an idiot, would have would have got out of there with the parsing. I had four three putts Monday if we're talking about putting. So yeah, you just said putting so easy, Alex. Before we started, uh, it's easy to to learn. So you got to go back to Carl's golf land and try some more putters. Yeah, I got to go find my guy, Special K. <laughs> special K. <laughs> so now I'm here. Grant, fresh your, facial re- your, your facial reactions and expressions during this whole time Wilkins is talking is pissing me off to no end. Well, the, I don't know. Well, the last one was like, because. Are you behind? Like, no. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> No. Well, maybe. I don't know if it's, my it's reaction stressing me out. You're just like... The one I was trying not to laugh because you wanted to say Special Ed and you said Special K. <laughs> no, I was going to say Special Greg. And then I, I was going to say Special... <laughs> it just didn't for, come out. I knew something was wrong there, so I was trying to compose myself. Well, I, I was questioning out. if people called him Special K, so then I was like, well, am I going to say the wrong thing here? Then I started thinking about Mr. Kessler. I was all over the place. <laughs> what a ride. It was it was tough. Um for me, uh my last one was the last show I moved out of Minnesota. Okay, so timeline. Then I went back to the UP in Munising, Michigan. I played Gray Walls. That did happen. That course I, is how did Cody crazy. know you were playing so bad? 18 birdies. Oh yeah, you we're friends f- on 18 birdies. Yeah. You're tracking his round. That's my that's my new addiction. Whenever I sometimes I'll just launch I gotta get birdies up and I'll, I'll see awesome. one of my friends playing around and you can see like their total score. And I think he was through like twelve and he was at like a seventy six and I was like, Oh my god, Grey Walls is eating him alive right now. Just battling. Great eighteen birdies. I'm sure there's other ones that are good. It is one of the most impressive apps on the planet. It's funny because I told you about it two years ago and you just were like, No, I don't need that. But Classic Grant, classic. What I like most about it is, um, like on the green, it gives you the readings for like if it's a back pin, middle pin, and front. It's sometimes hard to see, like where the pin's at on the course. So, but it's at least good to know. 
like what that back number is, if I'm hitting the longest club, will I be okay? It's phenomenal. And yeah, I'm, the friends thing is cool. I'm going to go back and post every score of the summer I have into 18 birdies. And now it's good for the podcast because I could like click on gray walls and like remember what went wrong. I'm a 25.9 handicap, so I need some work uh, per this, which I've been playing better. We'll get to that. But gray walls, um, yeah, that was my second round. No, maybe third round. Second third. like official round. I played, a, I played a scramble with some people, I think, before then. But I think second like official playing my own ball round. And as you know, usually the first one can be okay, which was Calderon. And then the second one is usually when you humble yourself. It was crazy. Course. It's just so hilly. And you have to go on like a – they have two courses on their property. You have to go like a couple mile drive on a golf cart to even get the gray walls. And it's just out there by itself. It is really impressive, some holes. Um, a lot of unique holes, a lot of target golf. I do have one cool story from the rocks that Evan joked about. It was like a par three and on the right side, it's just this huge rock cliff that lines off the rough of the green, but it's pretty tight. And I missed right with a seven iron. I thought it was going long. So I go up there to look for this ball, um, like kind of past the green. And then everyone was kind of like looking for theirs. I, I turned my head and there was one on a ball on the green about like 12 feet from the hole. And I was like, whose ball is that? And like, nah, we don't know. It must be yours. So I went and looked and it was mine. So it must have just smoked off the rock wall and then landed like 12 feet from the pin. So there can be some cool parts of the rocks. I did also see the rocks cost people a lot of strokes because you hit what looks like a good shot. You hit a rock and it just flies into the air out of bounds. So it's a wild course. Um, Nice clubhouse on the inside. Not a great clubhouse on the outside. A little old. But a classic thing happened where um, there's four of us, two kind of younger people and two dads who play have played a lot of golf in their life. And I, I think you guys can relate. We're like the younger kids, at least I and Matt, who was one of the other younger guy, was like, oh, I would like to go early and just hit a couple balls to be ready for this. So we get there like an hour and a half early. The dad's like, well, we could either go hit balls or get drinks. And they're like, let's just get drinks. So I think I had two full vodka squirts, which is my summer drink. I had Why two. Why did you? That's a drink soda. Two of those before. Two of those. <laughs> it feels weird to say, but I do love squirt. <laughs> You'd love vodka squirts then, Alex. I just love squirt. Um, I had two of those before I even teed off, so I was buzzed before this round even started. So that also did not help my score. I don't help. play better sometimes. I think I'm the sometimes only one not. that plays better on alcohol. Mm. I met a guy this weekend called Dirty Mike who is a f- G Dirty when Mike he gets drunk. Voice. Dirty Mike is a baller when he gets drunk. I just added you guys on 18 birdies. We can be friends now. <laughs> um. Do you have another question, Alex? Because that was all for my gray walls. No. Um, lake Superior. Spent some time in that lake. Just want to give some credit to that body of water. Went swimming underneath a little waterfall. Pleasant experience. The water's freezing. Um, that's my review of Lake Superior. My other golf thing was Marissa and I played in a couple's scramble tournament. Her, you took every single one of her drives. Saturday. Confirm. Yeah, let me get the details. So every single tee box except for the par threes was Marissa's shot. Because my tee, my driver hybrid three wood were all just lost off the tee. And in that, since she's hitting from the reds, there's no point in me playing like a seven iron safe because I'm hitting first. So I just kept changing those clubs. 
And I did get a lot of members bounces out of off of trees into the fairway, but all of her drives were money except for the par threes. So we would take those to give myself credit. My anything 140 yards in was the best I've ever played in my life. Like first time in my life, I actually felt the phrase throwing darts at the hole could be applied to my game where these were like moonshots and would make massive divots and land like 10 feet away from the pin. I have never fixed so many divots in my entire life. We played out of our minds. You were hitting shots 10 feet to the pin from yep. what distance? Anywhere. In, he just said it. And if for 140 in, like I was not missing greens. Do you know the PGA Tour average <laughs> proximity to the hole from 150 yards? <sighs> 10 feet. <laughs> 28 feet. You're okay, telling me wow. you were throwing darts in at 10 feet. Not like... A lot of the divots, yes, they'd roll away. They'd be longer putts than that. But that's, few... that's not how that works then, Grant. All right. Well, of course, I'm exaggerating a little bit. But the point well, is if you got to hold you accountable. If you watched me play, you'd be like, wow. Like I've seen you play good golf before. It was us with two other couples, so six total people playing a hole. And two of the other people were uh, college golfers, the girls, the Downses. House. Um, oh, yeah, you guys all know Bailey. So she and her sister both play college golf. Very good. And their partners were good as well. And there'd be times of the six of us were like, we had the only ball on the green because I was actually having good golf shots. Putter was okay. I didn't really make any impressive birdie putts. Marissa made one on 18. I made the putts that kept us like saving par and saved a bogey at least once or twice. So it was more of those putts that we had to have. Um, how did we do? The main question, we shot three over. Ugh. which I was very happy with. Um, Gross. Two-man scrambles are tough. It's tough. And we don't, we're, not, uh, we're not good golfers. Like, that's the biggest thing. We finished yeah. 16th out of 54 couples. in the. We finished in the first flight, which we didn't win any money because we weren't top four of our flight. But I was very happy finishing 16 out of 54 people who probably play a lot more golf than we do. Yeah. I can't say it. I don't know how many two-man scrambles I've really played in. Well, that's, that's just like what our league is, and it's. But almost... I know in high school we had a tournament, and Cody with a K and I were partners, and one side was best ball, and I think the other side was a scramble, and we mm -hmm. just won the whole thing. So, wow, against like Pioneer Skyline, like Big Ann Arbor schools. So, I think you guys just need to be better. Scrambles are easy. We'll get better. It's... It's easier Maybe. to play in your own ball, but it's not as easy as like a four-man scramble. Did you guys? Did you guys have a strategy grant? Like someone put it in the fairway, <laughs> and then well, Marissa probably, and then you go bomb squad. No, because well, like the guy always had tee first because we were from the white tees, oh, and right. from the red. So it was always just like I'm hitting this, and then please save us. We oh well, that seems like I, a full strategy. I know. Please we, save us. We uh. <laughs> We did. I did have to ask her dad, who was running the tournament. And I was like, uh, "Can we just clarify how tight we are, and like if both of us hit it out of bounds? Because like in a scramble, you usually never think about that. But with only two people that aren't good golfers, we are gonna hit. We're gonna hit both the ball out of bounds. So we're gonna need. Are we gonna re tee or drop? I think drop rules were fine as long as you're, you know, not giving yourself an advantage. I think that only happened once or twice, um, thankfully. But yeah, you guys were fun. playing at uh, Pictured Rocks. Yep. Back nine, There's really no trouble there. there. Mm, a lot of woods in the UP. <laughs> there was a lot of woods. I don't remember it being very tough. The trouble was 
it was a very fun round of golf and I've never had a cherry bomb shot before, which mm. is um, red Dr. McGillicuddy's something else and a little bit of Red Bull. Um, because how it happened was there was a kid named Jesse who was there and he was super hungover from his night before. And he's like, oh, I need a shot and some caffeine in it. Can I get a cherry bomb? And I was like, what's a cherry bomb? He's like, all right, let's get seven of them. And so we all took turns <laughs> buying rounds. I think I had seven shots of cherry bombs, seven shots of cherry bombs um, in the round of golf. Well, you don't see Garrett when he does his fireballs every week. Oh, no. He screams hot damn because he can't remember that hot damn and fireball are different. <laughs> hot damn awesome. is like cinnamon whiskey. And so then they used to take it and scream hot damn when they were done. But now oh, he does it with fireball. And he's like, oh, I mean fireball. He does that every time. <laughs> he looks like a fat pod basketball player because he wears black socks and black shoes up there yep. on the golf course. Yep. <laughs> with baggy below the knee shorts. <laughs> Classic mistake at the turn that we made too. We went into the clubhouse to get shots, and it was my turn to buy the seven. So I bought the seven. I did not communicate with Dirty Mike, and he also bought seven. So we took each took two shots at the turn. Which now that I'm wow. thinking back, is why we bogeyed three of the first four holes on our second nine. Yeah, and I got home at like ten thirty, and it was like everyone's like, "Oh, let's drink a water." I just cracked open a beer. <laughs> I was like, "I did not need that. I didn't need it." So I was talking to someone. I think my dad and uncle. And like, yeah, we got to stop doing that. You get home and have that extra beer. Like it's the most like <laughs> doesn't... unnecessary beer you could ever have. You just drink it and then go to sleep and feel worse. Like, why do we do that? We have to eliminate that beer. We do need to. But granted, we, we really like you do. are keeping that going. No, I'm that was a little so faster lesson. horses this weekend. I don't need a beer before I get in the tent to go to bed. If you're like hanging out with everyone, then like fine. But if it's like we're back from the thing, we're going to bed, just grab a water. Yeah, and not a beer. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. I think those those new Gatorade things that are basically Pedialyte, those could be huge for you this weekend. I think I should give those a whirl. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. Wow. They're really salty. Like they just stack the electrolytes in that thing. It's like a liquid IV. Speaking of yeah. drinks, I had this on my recap. I'm ashamed I didn't have it. Did any of you guys have a Grimace shake? I heard they're gone now. <laughs> no, I didn't have I did a Grimace not. shake. Dude, no. it was so Honestly, hard. I had a vanilla shake, though. I probably could have got one. It was so hard not to yeah. get it. But I, I think the I thing I'll miss the most, I only went to McDonald's a couple times, but every time you ordered the big screen after you were done, it would show your total, and then it'd just be a purple screen with Grimace saying, <laughs> oh, thanks for, thanks for eating at McDonald's. I think they could do that for the rest of time. They should have the Hamburglar on one Who and Grimace, Grimace on the other. He's what one do you of, mean? McDonald's used to have mascots, like Ronald McDonald, the Hamburglar. <laughs> I, I knew Ronald McDonald. I didn't know they had a Grimace. Grimace is like a big purple. I know I he's a big purple, dude. It's like the Cookie blob. Monster, but purple. Yeah. It was, just, it was his birthday. <laughs> I so just Googled just... pictures of him. It's so funny how creepy he looks. <laughs> I'm going to drop this in the show doc for you, Alex. Just a big old, old photo of Grimace from like the 1970s. I just wanted to taste a shake. It's like berry, I guess. I mean, I'm sure yeah. it was good. Look at that character. Do you see it? It hasn't loaded. Freaking Grimace. Where is it? I also got uh, 
I enjoyed the TikTok trend where like you drink it and then you actually killed you. <laughs> I love that. My God. I wanted to do that bad. Grimace is just a fat purple blob. <laughs> I just want a Grimace shake so bad, but they're gone now. <laughs> I think oh, I actually sorry. had this toy. Probably. You look like a kid that would like Grimace. Happy Meal toy. <laughs> the evil burglar. They should just do this with like the person who came up with this Grimace birthday is a genius. I'm sure they got a fat raise because this thing swept the nation for like they three should weeks. take over in the Lions creative department. Oh, I thought you were about to say Bud Light, but Lions also. Oh works. no, but they want to go to that that route. Too political. That uh, is terrifying. Did you guys see what Ben and Jerry's trying to do on the Fourth of July? No. They tried they? to say how how we took the uh, the United States of America from the Native Americans and that we should we should give it back. They they posted something about that on the Fourth of July. So we should give the United States back to the Native Americans. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like every marketer is just having a trying to tank shareholder prices for whatever reason. That should be old culture. Into. What if it was like a challenge? Yeah. June, June, July challenge. See who can mess up a company's <laughs> bottom line the most. Uh, speaking of other companies, my very last thing before we actually talk sports is uh, Threads. We have a new social media account. Um, I'm protesting it. I will not be on Threads, but I'm curious <laughs> if anyone has signed up and what they think of it. Um, I made it just because Cody made us. <laughs> and I've oh, looked like- at it two times. The podcast I, has one, or you have yeah, one? Yeah, no, the podcast has podcast one. podcast has one. <laughs> I made one. Oh, no. The first, thread, the first thread tagged me. Um, I just said, we're here because of Cody, and then I just retweeted yeah. something so that it wouldn't just, just be that. So I that's it. made it. We have 400 followers. Because Big, well, Big Cat kept posting about it, and, uh, well, because it, whoever you follow on Instagram, you, you also follow on there. Like, it works vice versa. <laughs> But Big Cat, was just, Big Cat was like essentially using it as his burner, which is what a lot of people are doing right now. So mm. it makes it pretty funny, but it's hard to – it kind of hurts your head because the following – like it doesn't just show you on your timeline who you're following. It'll just show anything. Yeah, like the first thing I anybody. just opened it is from an account called Bitch, and it's like a picture of SpongeBob. Like this is not – like I am getting nothing from this app. This app stinks. Yeah. Is it true that you cannot delete it unless you delete your Instagram? Is that true? Yeah, that is true. Oh, no. That's bad. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. You just delete the app and never think about it. But that just feels slimy that you have to delete yeah. everything to delete that app. But smart. I get That's why they did it. It'll go away. There's no way that thing it's, lasts. It won't last. No. Can't. Twitter's just too funny. Yeah. Also, also like we can't let Mark Zuckerberg control all the social media. That's a problem. Yeah, I mean that'd be crazy. I saw a picture of him with uh, two uh, UFC fighters, and he does look properly, j- properly jacked. Like it kind of humbled me that Zuck could just kick my ass if he wanted to. I'd kick his ass. No, Alex, Zuck would destroy you. No, he doesn't <laughs> understand that he just doesn't have the anger level needed to win a fight. Did you watch Social Network? He did Justin Timberlake dirty in that movie, or whoever <laughs> Andrew Garfield. That's a movie. <laughs> But that's based on him. Yeah, that's a movie. It's a dramatization. The fact that you think you could beat up Zuckerberg is one of the more absurd takes on anybody. the show's history. <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> not true. <laughs> um, all right. I think we finally should talk about sports. 
The Red Wings traded for Alex Debrinkit. Wait, they also this is, this is the time for the ten questions. Oh, it's rapid picks. fire. Sixty seconds. Okay. okay. Just Grant. Or so you, you guys can a little, tag little, team. Little backstory here. This is Alex's bit from ninety-seven-one that he wants. Ninety-seven-one does a two grand slam, and I got all <clears> ten <throat> questions correct today. So I just want to see how my friends do. So I say tag team. You guys can go together, but one person has to be final answer giver. And remember, you have sixty seconds. Okay. <laughs> ten questions. Are you ready? Yeah. Yep. Question one: The Red Wings acquired this player from the Senators. Alex Debrinkin. This final pop answer. star had the hit "Oops, I Did It Again." Brittany Spears. Final answer. The Chiefs defeated this team in the AFC Championship last year. The Bengals. Bungles. Final answer. Pistons draft pick Marcus Sasser played at what college? Houston. Houston. Final answer. Roll Cougs. Helsinki is the capital of this country. Finland. Denmark. Final answer. Finland. Finland. Finland final answer. The Tigers drafted this yep. player third overall this year. Max, Max Clark. Clark. Framber so Valdez pitches for this MLB team. Framber Valdez. Cody, I think it's the Astros. The Astros, yes. Final Georgia Astros. defeated this team in the national championship last year. TCU. TCU. Jaden Ivey played for which university? Purdue. Purdue. Final question. Atlanta Thrashers moved to this city in 2011. <laughs> no. This was me just, I was just guessed out of nowhere and I got it right. This can be, we can get this though. 10. Is that a hot No. We have way eight, more time, Alex. That's seven, not a good start. Six. No, we five, have way more time. Four. Is it the Florida Panthers? Or is it three, Carolina? Two. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, the four, Jets. three. You just Googled it? No, that's my guess. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that does make sense. Good poll, Grant. I mean, I think he Googled I just, it because I watched the phone's no. moving, but... What? Your phone's what in your left hand. Dozen? My phone is charging over here on a cord. I just don't trust you. You just no, had nothing, just thinking, and then all of a sudden, it just came I remember to you. When, I remember when Winnipeg was hot in the streets. That makes sense. Because I was thinking of new franchises. They're new. Yeah. They don't have a history. <sighs> all right. If you can live with yourself and that was honest, then congratulations. It was. It feels good. And also, that's it. What a joke of a trivia show. That Super is. easy. God. Yeah. Yeah, really easy. But if you get one wrong, you lose. Well, I mean, it's pretty impossible to get one wrong there. The 10th question was hard. And Helsinki yeah. trips up some people. Yeah. That happened recently in a game I played where Helsinki got said. So I, I'm all over that. Um. The Brinket, the Wings finally did something. We stacked assets for a long time. We also had free agency, but... I don't know if any of you feel strongly about free agency hockey. I don't know no. shit about any of the guys. No. We got a guy named JT Comfer. We paid a bunch of money from the Avalanche. I'll just see it with my eyes if he's a good player. Yeah. Don't um, I have some good stats to start off to bring it. So I looked at our team last year. Thought that's a good place to start. Um, Dylan Larkin had 79 points, led our team. David Perron was second with 56 points. So 79, 56. In Alex Debrinkit's career, starting from last year, he went 66 points, 78 points, 56 points, 45 points, 76 points, 52 points. So if things hold serve, you're looking at probably the second leading point scorer on this team just injected into the lineup, I would say, um, based on recent year. And then the trivia question I have for you guys, which has been all over Twitter, 
and probably on 97.1 if Alex is listening. I don't You might get it. And I won't. The last 40 goal scorer for the Red Wings was who and what year? Mm. I ask that because Dabrinkit has done it twice in his career. I take it it's been a long time. Yeah, I would say so. In our lifetime. Is this guy like a well-known Red Wing? Well-known hockey player, um, but he bounced around quite a bit. So I don't know if we like claim Marion Hosa. As... Correct. Yeah, I, I gave that away. The with bounce the around really gave it away. In 08 was the last time we had a guy score 40 mm-hmm. goals. The only time he was here. So not saying to bring it's walking in and scoring 40, but just the fact that he's done it is pretty exciting. Um, Evan's not here to defend Larkin, but Larkin's never scored 40 goals for us. So well, because nice he went to Michigan. Do that. He's also cheaper than Larkin. Which is crazy. The contract was kind of crazy. His annualized value is like in the 40s among forwards in the NHL, which feels like a pretty good value for a guy that puts up that amount of points. He also has, I think it's a, I think he has 100 goals over the last three years, which is 12th in the NHL. So you're talking about a guy that's 25, and we got him for like $7.5 million a year for four years in his prime. And listen. Pretty good. Everyone listening to Cody talk about the Red Wings right now, this guy owns a Detroit Red Wings credit card. So he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, show the people. Do you have that there? I don't have it. I just have the Red Wings Discover card because I'm I'm really deciding to lock into Red Wings hockey. So this guy's a big hockey fan. (laughs) I'll still see just wait till we get to the playoffs, but I'm excited we finally did something. It felt good. It does feel good. It it was, I will say, like PSA to all the Red Wings fans that were like, because the, the wheels were turning a little bit to where people were saying, I don't trust the Iser playing after the draft, and the, cause, just because he didn't draft who they wanted. And then all of a sudden, he trades for Debrinket, and everybody's back in. It's, I just, Red Wings fans are too quick to turn on this guy from where this team was. So I, we're, we're trending in the right direction. We made a move. There's something to be excited about. We warned people about that, I think, on our previous show. I was getting annoyed at, well, it's because there's been so much incompetent in our city, but it's pretty clear that there's some GMs to be skeptical of, and there's some that you just shut your mouth because, like, Eisenman's one of the most impressive human beings in the entire sport world. of hockey world. Ah, yeah, world. Honestly, Steve Eisenman could run a country very well if he was asked to. He just would never do that. Better than Joe. hockey. <laughs> not gonna hide, oh. shy away from that but honestly Iserman is one of the most impressive people ever he's continually fleeced people so I think we all should just relax um, about their free agency moves the only thing I found was uh, from diehard fan Pat Caputo <laughs> I don't know why I just laughed he had some banger tweets that came on my feet I don't follow he has him, some but- bad takes that for you page from Musk is really pumping good content in my face. So Pat Caputo tweeted, uh, he guys is uh, Pat Caputo. Alex, give him his moment. He listed all the skaters that left the Red Wings this offseason. Um, and he noted that they combined for 50 goals and they were minus 40 on plus minus. And then he typed out all the players we added and that they were combined for 63 goals and plus 43 plus minus. So if you go by Pat Caputo's crunch numbers, <laughs> we dominated free agency. And that's we're, enough for me. We're 80 goals better. 
we are 80 goals better on plus minus. Take, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then you throw Debrinket in there too. Because that's that was actually, works, but... that's not even Debrinket, Cody. So think about that. Yeah. So are, are we thinking, I think this is where you wanted to, to take this. Are we thinking Yoss? Is yeah. that the bar? Uh, no, yeah. let me read what Evan said. He said Stanley Cup or bust. Wow. Yeah, I'm not there yet. But I am playoffs. I'd like the playoffs. The playoffs would be nice. Don't ever say yoffs again. I'm not really sure I'm a fan of that. <laughs> Whoa. Please. I think, that, I think that the question mark still remains in goalkeeping. Because um, we have one solid goalkeeper and one bad goalkeeper. So, I guess the... Well, we drafted the Michigan State kid, right? Second yeah, round. but he's, he's so going to be ready in three State years. Year. Yeah. I'm just also saying this year. I want more guys to put the puck in the net. Let's see. We finished at 80 points last year. And what got in the playoffs in our conference? 92 got in. Oh, yeah. We, we were on the graphic for which of these four teams will make the jump into the postseason. They showed three teams that were one point out. And then they showed us. 12 points out. So you, so they must think we have a chance. Caputo's math that he crunched, plus to bring it on top of that, that should be good for 15 more points. So if we finish at 95 points, we should backdoor into the playoffs and probably pull off a first-round upset. And, we'll and then back. go all the way to the Stanley Cup like the Florida Panthers did. It, it happens. And then That's have the coked out Brooks Kepka cheer you on from the booth. We'll have uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock with a rifle shooting Bud Lights <laughs> at LCA. Yeah, he's not liked by many now. <laughs> or he's also loved by many after that. Yeah. That's the part about politics, Alex, is you make a lot of things. It's a tough state. <laughs> oh, another thing about this trade uh, that we can now, all relate to. Pause. Trivia question for you. <laughs> Michigan, the state of Michigan, since we're talking about, you know, State divided. What is the population? Where does it rank in the United States? The population of Michigan. Like Just, how many people live in our state compared to the other states? Yeah, like is it top forty, top thirty, twenty? Like, yeah. give me a number. It's, it's top fifteen. Uh, it's, I think it's twenty-five. Wilkins. Nine. I believe it's ten. Bad guess, Grant. Wow. Could guess Wilkins. Wow. Would not have thought that. <laughs> Shout out Michigan sports geography section sponsored by Old Spice. <laughs> um, tweet from two tweets to help you feel better about the trade. Uh, this is from at Austin unofficial who didn't feel good about the trade. He uh, to feel, I guess, feel better about it. Some people were trying to poop on to bring it before we became a red wing out there. I saw um, one is this guy tried to do this exact trade on the latest NHL video game and he put easy trades on and they still rejected it. If that doesn't say it's a fleece job, then I don't know what is. I think we can all get behind that when you go on a video game and it won't even let you do this trade. And then the other one from at Blast Drill, he said, because the big thing about Debrinket from what I heard is that they said that um, Patrick Kane carried him in his career, that he's uh, nothing without Patrick Kane. This guy took the time to watch all of Alex Debrinket's goals in his Chicago career, and only 13.75% of them came from an above-average pass from Patrick Kane. So this man's done the math like Caputo, and he says he's good. 
It's Jack Caputo <laughs> here on Sunday morning. Just was wondering your guys' thoughts on AJ Heading transferring to Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> trying to give him some shine here. Oh, that was good though. Just gotta stay. Oh, that was a really good depression. Um, anything else for the Pistons? That's all I really had. Pistons. Oh, We're talking about the Red Wings. <laughs> Red Wings. Good transition, Pat Caputo. Thank you. <laughs> I'm losing it. Speaking of the Pistons, they had free agency and made a massive splash, getting 37 year old Joe Harris. He's not 37. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. He's in his 20s. No, he's got to be 30. He's like, I can't say it. Take it seriously. Dude, Joe Harris um, is, is a WAP shooter, except when he plays in the playoffs and misses every <laughs> single shot he shoots. That's a good point. I actually have a stat for that. So they He's got Joe 31. Harris and Monty Morris. They got Joe Harris and Monty Morris. Um, he looks Yeah, that was crazy. We did the draft. They've had summer league games. Um, the skinny on Joe Harris is all I wrote down. I don't, it may not He's matter. He's getting so, worse every year. Regular season. These are crazy. From... Three-point range, he shoots 44%. His field goal percentage is 48%. But in the playoffs, as a career shooter, he only shoots 35%, 39% from the field. But if he helps so, us get to the playoffs, that's a win because we haven't even been is, there. The thing is we probably aren't going to make the like, playoffs playoffs. So He's not a be really good for us. He's like our eighth man. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, um, he shot 48% from three one season. That's pretty good. I mean that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's like Kyle Korver. <laughs> you were you undersold that forty eight percent from three. Is but I'm looking phenomenal. at his points per game. He went fourteen, fourteen and a half, fourteen, eleven, seven. I think he's been. I think he was injured last year. He played seventy four games last year. Bigger picture though, like overall, what did you guys feel after you saw what we did? Because this was a hyped up free agency for us because um, we had all this cap space. How did you feel coming though. out of it? Well, I felt like they weren't going to actually do anything because there was only two guys they really wanted, and they both just returned to their teams. So yeah, I, don't, I don't think there was. I don't know what they were going to the do. Money. There was unless they were going to make some big trade, but no one wants Kyrie or someone like that. We don't need a guard. Brought back dude. Alec Burks. Like there's there's some veterans here and there on the, and I I want majority young guys playing so we can see like who we have. So I don't I don't hate it. I, there was nobody that would have really helped our team in the short run anyway. Cam Johnson would have been cool, but uh, I don't think he was ever even considering leaving. So I do – I think overall I agree with you guys where I think at first I was like um, – what's the word? Doomsday prepper? More just like immature, like baby want – like a whining, like, oh, I want like, someone I want to wear my long sweep to the golf course. Yeah, and then <laughs> after, I was like, you know, now that I think about it, I guess, like, adding Cam Johnson, or I saw the money Jeremy Grant got, and I was like, I'm glad we didn't do that. We don't need that right now. Um, so I'm not upset with what they did, but what annoys me is that I have to hear this, like, narrative, but I'm going to tell Evan when he already talks about cap space for the Pistons, is, like, I can't listen to this narrative of, like, oh, we're saving our cap space for next year. Like, we'll be so loaded in a good class. We've been doing that for, like, four years where we have all this cap space and and saving it for next year. Just just stop overhyping it and be like, ah, we'll we'll see what we do. Because I get my hopes up that all these 
fans and reporters are like, oh, great class this year. Pistons have $30 million. They're just going to eat a Joe Harris contract so the Nets can re-sign Cam Johnson. That's like, if I went in with better expectations, I wouldn't be as annoyed at the outcome. That's what I get annoyed about in free agency. Is like just, they sell you this dream, and then every year it's like, eh, well, not your time. I, it's really, Grant, what you were, are choosing to read and get this dream. Because if I you read everything. James Edwards' articles, he said like 9,000 times that we weren't going to do anything. Mm. He said like maybe Cam Johnson, and he said maybe Jeremy Grant. All of them have had tweets, though, that's like, oh, saving cap space, have a lot of cap space. This is like the, for this in, class or next year's class. This is one of the worst free agent classes I think we have seen in our life. I don't disagree. I would have personally, if I was our GM, I would have at least made an offer to Cam Johnson How and do you know Austin Reeves. Because they would have been uh, like that gets tweeted by Woj if you only if, if it's you make an offer. No. Yes. No. Yes. You, if, it's a, if it's a restricted free agent. And they accept the, the free agent chooses that says, yes, I will sign that. Then the team has a chance to match. It doesn't get reported unless and they all that are gets choosing tweeted. to go. If they no, if we, if, accept no, if we submit a contract. A we know, If we Alex, submit a qualifying offer on a restricted free agent, it gets tweeted. Yes. If Absolutely. the free agent accepts qualifying offer. No, I think that news you want to bet. Well, we don't know, but I th- it, would get, it would get out there. We'd know if we offered somebody. We would know. They said we were We'd talking know. to Jeremy Grant and Cam Johnson. I, I want Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves, they said the... multiple times the Lakers were never letting him leave. But no one even tempted them. Because... <sighs> I'm just Big thinking back from on Alex. Well, Do you want to just had... sign Josh Smith, Andre Drummond, and Reggie Jackson yeah. to these huge-ass deals and suck that's for what I was... ever? Is that what you wanted that's, to do, Grant? That's where no, I was going. No. The summer then that we had all that cap more space. Mature. <laughs> we, we had all that cap space, and we saw Josh Smith, and it was like, oh, boy, look at this new toy. And Josh Smith stunk, and he never – You know what we have, Grant? When I was there. Was do you sick. know what we have? We have Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, and Jalen Dern, and now Isaiah Stewart and Asar. So those are your guys. They, they're going to be good, and hopefully you already have them. You don't need to sign shitty old players that suck because you just you need some weird interpersonal satisfaction over a free agent signing. <laughs> well, the two guys that I listed off are mid twenties. They're not old guys that suck. So Austin Reeves was a main component of a Western Conference Finals team. Carried by the best player in the game, Bron James. <laughs> I watched those games and sometimes he was doing the carry. Yeah, he has the yeah. best sick. <laughs> A large duffel. You don't think Caden and Ivy are better than him? No, I do think they will be. Then LeBron they're not, James. They're yes. not. You can't currently say they are. They just physically aren't right now because one hasn't played in a year and one is. A I would say Ivy had better stats than Reeves last year without looking it up. But the, but it's no. different. Like the, the that's all we can go off of. Um, I did look up this. This makes me feel better about this team actually being good. Ish. Whoa, ish. whoa, whoa, whoa. What? This is we're doing this again. Let what? him do it. Let him do it. Just Let have your expectations it. and then you're just gonna be shattered. <laughs> we're not to that this is not the podcast for Let that. him I sell just, himself on the playing game. I was curious because like now you look at our roster and there's actually a lot of depth, so people have been thinking, like, how is this gonna shake out in minutes? I was curious like what our most used lineups were last year, so I went on to Pro Basketball Reference. And last year the most used lineup was Killing Hayes, Ivy. Uh, Bogdan, Stu, or Bojan, sorry, not Bogdan, Bojan, Stu, and Duran. 
And then the, the bench lineup was Kojo, Burks, Ew. Kevin Knox, Ew. Sadiq Bay, and Marvin Bagley. Sadiq so Bay was remember, a bench warmer last year. He was like, it was like one of the most used lineups, but it was like you could tell it was the bench, essentially. So now you think about that. The well, I know our team's is, better. The most used lineup is the same, just instead of Killian, you put in Cade, which is a massive upgrade. And then the bench is what excites me because that could be Monty Morris. Burks, Joe Harris, Asar, and either Wiseman or Bagley. And so you look at like the bench is really where I think who's our starting three right now? Probably Boyan. Which I I would be surprised if Asso doesn't start. I think he's like would help immediately. I don't think well, in an ideal world, defense and rebounding, he would make our team way better. If I was the coach and let Boyan come off the the bench and drop twenty five. No. No, Bojan would start because we need shooting. This is what I would do, like for playoff stuff, because everyone keeps throwing that Asar is going to be like Andre Iguodala. In the playoffs, I would sit like Stu wouldn't start, and I would probably yeah. play Asar at the four because I, I think he's like big enough to like mess with people. And if he's so, Iguodala, well, I, Iguodala was their center. You you also have a six ten point guard Tramo. in Cade, so you can get a you can you can get a little creative lineup wise. Did you just give Cade six ten? Yeah, Cade is not six ten. <laughs> I like that though. Kate is in his We have a seven foot like two point ten. guard. Six, six seven, isn't he? Is he six seven? <laughs> he's probably. I don't know why. He looks shorter. Six, he's definitely not but. six ten. He's six he seven. Feels we six a, ten. We have a he seven feels two six point ten. guard in Kid Cunningham. He's six seven, <laughs> but <laughs> we have a seven four point guard in Kid Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> so should we talk about summer league? Well, I did have one more point. We talked about Killian Hayes last podcast. I think mm. he has to be done. If you sign Monty Morris, how does he even play on this team? Watching Sasser in Summer League, I switched back. I'm back to Sasser. Hell from Killian. Yeah. He just looks Hell like yeah. poised and he can um, shoot. It's just hard because when, Kill- he when is Killian older. Hayes isn't on the Summer League roster, we haven't seen like if he's taken any leaps. So I, I feel like I've, I feel like Troy's going to trot him out there with like. 10 minutes a game and see what he can get for him at the deadline, maybe. I just don't know. I think you got what his two, two guys are getting traded before the season starts. I'd say guarantee. He's the, he's the third point guard now. And I think Sasser will take his job. So he'd be your fourth point guard. I would like to see Bagley's Bagley gone. The roster he too. will be gone yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Wiseman's yeah. look pretty good in summer league action. He's good at scoring. I, you can't play defense like, though. Long term, the only really like guy that I've seen so far that I want to keep obviously is Durin, but RGM does love centers, so I'm kind of banking on like Bagley and Wiseman. Maybe one of them stays, but if they both were to like be off our team tomorrow, I wouldn't be that sad. I'd, I'd rather like, have right, Wiseman over Bagley. Yeah, because everyone says in the NBA these days you can only have one guy on the floor who can't shoot, which I guess ties nicely into the Beef Stew extension. So like the whole idea of playing Stew at the four and Durin at the five really. I don't like Whoa. it. It doesn't make me feel good. They Durant think can Stu shoot. can shoot. Durant no, cannot like, shoot. Wiseman can't I ha- shoot. I have, have to you see not, Alex, have you shoot. watched the summer league? I've watched every game, Cody. Me watching Durant's him dribble around the free throw ball, line and pull Alex? up, it doesn't mean I think he though. can shoot. It was. was so sick. He, he is going crazy in the summer league, <laughs> Dude, but he is a man child. He's ginormous. He looks bigger when he doesn't wear a headband. I should be honest, I haven't really seen any summer league. I've watched a few highlights, but I'm going to tune in hopefully tomorrow night. Start to finish both games, and I don't know if that's an indictment on me being a loser or not, but I've watched Ryan it Russillo. all. 
Ryan Russillo molding in front of our eyes. And I can't stand when the Pistons garbage summer league bench comes out in the, the game. They are so bad. I did see Buddy Bayham was draining three. He went first started game. four for four in his two games <laughs> from three. And he was just pulling up quick release from deep. But Xavier Simpson, Jeff Jackson is the worst basketball player I've ever seen. Okay, this, this we didn't need it. I was going to read off a stat. Isaiah Stewart has shot 314 threes through three seasons in the NBA, and he's shooting 32.8%. That so isn't bad. A, no, he's not bad. Get him to 36, and we're feeling good. But that's, yeah, stretch, no. that's stretch four territory. It's Close. not bad. No, he needs to be like at least a 35 this next year. Like I said 36. Yeah, he needs to be to that. You you I, couldn't I didn't, I didn't if, love if question, I'll be honest. If, if you're questioning the extension, <laughs> just go back and watch him chase LeBron down the court and you're back in. I don't think that's a reason. No, that is why Cody I actually wrote down like if I'm being honest, dumb fan brain is you need a dog on the playoffs that's a grinder, and I think he could be that guy. So I think I'm you, okay with the it. accurate, intelligent answer would be that he can guard multiple positions and stretch the floor a little bit on offense, and he's a very valuable piece in the NBA. If, he's Grant if Williams. If you think about it, though, if but you think about it, Grant Williams can shoot. Grant Williams you can shoot. Contract, I look up his stats, too. He can, he can go take, cold, though. Yeah. You take that extension annualized, it's only $16 million a year, which for the NBA is really cheap compared to like what Jeremy Grant got. Jeremy Grant's getting like $40 million a year. I'm not saying Isaiah is Jeremy Grant, but like he's he's going to be a useful piece either way at that value. So, Nas Reed just I don't got that, it. and I don't know anything yeah. about him other than his college career. Where'd he go? With Grant, LSU, with Grant, I think. The Mavericks. Yeah, Grant Williams is on yeah. the So, for comparison, Grant Williams did get paid. So, he shot 774 threes through four seasons. So, he shot more volume. He's a 38% three-point shooter, Grant. Let's just get to it. Yeah. I'm yeah. way more volume. Like, 400 more threes. And but he's not as good a defender and rebounder. No, he's a good defender. He's a rebounder. He's a pretty good defender. He's just is kind he, of an idiot. He's like, a, he's like an annoying teammate. He yeah. is also super dumb. Like no one likes. Yes. Him. Like caught. Yeah. Like I will make these free throws. It, but miss. Yes. Both. Because he's. So not. is that worth? Is that worth two more million per year for Stewart? Maybe because he's he's a better team. He averages double the amount of rebounds as Grant Williams, and he shoots thirty three percent from three in his career, and he's improved. All stats except well, his three point shooting. His isn't Grant his Williams volume like 24, 25? Age. Yeah, it, Grant Williams is. How old is Grant Williams? Oh, I think significantly like older. Because then he plays twenty four years at Tennessee. Twenty four, twenty two, and two hundred twenty three days. Grant uh, Isaiah Stewart is twenty two. Yeah, and should have been played one year at Washington. Yeah, I didn't. I, like I also think value there. if you're going to be cynical, if we're going to be cynical, which someone has to be, Isaiah Stewart's also bad. two inches taller. <laughs> that matters. <laughs> What I actually want to convey here is that cynical take is that Troy Weaver didn't want to look bad that his first draft class, no one got extended. So he was like, you know what? I like this guy. I'm going to do him a favor and give him a pretty big contract. So it looks like our first draft class wasn't a bust. That would be cynical take. And the other opposing take would be, okay, you don't re-sign him. Who's who's your replacement? Asar at the four. Asar is not a four. Or... uh, Bojan plays the four, oh. and someone else plays the three. 
That would go well. Alsar could be a four, isn't he? Six seven. He is not a four. NBA. He could be. You the, have the to Warriors realize don't have a wing over six nine. The Warriors this don't like play over six nine. Experiment we like to do with like a six nine Isaiah, six eight Isaiah Stewart, and then another center in Duren. Two guys that can't shoot the ball that well. No one like, said they had to be in the, the four at the same time. But, but you can't Bojan out there who doesn't play defense playing the four. Bojan's not going to be on this team. That's that's that. Oh, you don't. Will be this I year. think he will be. I think Probably he will get traded season. this year. I think he will Probably play the first half of the season and get traded. Doesn't help I think even if we're good, he will trade him to let the young guys play more. What I was asking about when I was saying um, the win totals of the season before we started recording is I wanted to find a line to give my expectations. FanDuel doesn't have it, but I found like a, one of those sketchy sports books that says the total is at 23 and a half. I'm hammering the over if this is our team. 25 at least. I think we win 30 games. I think we win 25 at least. And if we don't win 30, then things are wrong. Because I just don't know how bad we can continue to be with what I think is talent. Maybe I'm just an idiot, and maybe our whole team is bad, really. And I just don't see it. Our whole team is younger than Michigan State's basketball roster. So it's going to take a minute, man. But all of these kids are young in the NBA now. Yeah, and it takes them time. But the Magic won 34 games last year. That's absurd. It took Why Giannis four that? years to be good. It took Jokic like four years. Shit, still taking Killian four years to try to be good. <laughs> it just take. It took LeBron like four or five years to make the playoffs. Takes time. This is not a um, Tigers level rebuild. We have actual t- young talent. We think. No, no, we know Jaden Ivey's good, Durant's good, and Cade is good. We know they are good if they play. We're going to find out this year what we have. Well, that wouldn't be fair for Ivy and Durant. It's only year two. Well, and Cade. Mm. We'll, we'll know how. We'll, we'll know where We already knew Cade was him. Just watch, if you're bored, just go watch the back half of his first season in the NBA, and you will be like, yes, that guy's good. I know for a fact. His, his shooting splits aren't very good. This, watch the so second hard. half of that season. It's always so hard to tell like how good someone is when they just have like endless opportunity on a dog shit team. That's like the, yeah. it's like the Jeremy Grant trick. It's like we thought he was he is a good player, but like is he great on a good team or is he just look great on a bad team where he has all the time to shoot? That's why Jay Nivey's stats last year can be a little misconstrued because he was the only Real option. Jay Nivey. Offensively. His potential is Jalen Brown with the turnovers. Because Jay yeah, Nivey turns it be, over just as much. He does be turning the ball over. At least a he lot. can dribble, though. Yes, but his passing is not crisp. I need 30 wins minimum, or I'm going to I will cancel my Bally Sports Plus subscription that I will be buying for this wow. team. Yeah. I will so, be the last one rooting for the Pistons on this podcast. Your ass, Bally. <laughs> um, speaking of another Bally Sports Plus team that doesn't deserve a description. Uh, this is when I check Tigers. out for a while. Wrapping them on the hat here because they got Max Clark, who I actually could. I really don't like that pick. I'll be honest. I didn't like it either. I was trying to be nice. I don't. I don't hate it. He's he's got a really good swing. I also nice am swing. like curious what Does direction they're going to go. I I'm curious if they think like by the time because we took another young center fielder, 
I'm curious if they if Scott Harris believes by the time Clark gets to the big leagues, Riley Green, we're probably going to move him to maybe left or right field to like New York or Boston. It is true. I mean, Dude, it's just, draft hours. We're not talking about but, the team right now. We took a high schooler. That means he's never going to play for the next like Gatorade, 10 years Gatorade of my life. Of the year. I don't well, care. Riley, Riley Green was a high schooler, and there were some other high schoolers that only took him like two years to get to the majors. We took a high schooler NCAA last year, too. Well, that was a that's a Vila, okay? That <sighs> has to be thrown out. He was a dumb dumb. There was a good Joby. player available. Joby. Really good from Florida. Langford? Just sitting yeah. there. You didn't even know his name. Yes, I did. That's the only guy What's I knew. His first name. Wyatt. All right. Just nailed it. Didn't pass that test. <laughs> this guy <laughs> won the Grand Slam. Alex got the Grand Slam pick six. He knows trivia. Dude, I watched the College World Series. Wake Forest um, was in it. Well, this this was tough because this is one of the few drafts, I feel like, unless things change, that I was reading, seeing There's odds and tweets. That slam dunk it prospects. Was, it was supposed to be Langford one and Skeen yeah. second, and we'd have Dylan Cruz. But like the betting odds had Wyatt Langford going one. And then I turn on the draft, and Luke's Pirates messed the whole thing up by taking Skeen's one. So then the Nationals, who wanted Skeen, so they're just like, we'll just take Cruz. And then we're screwed because Dylan Cruz, mark my words, Best player by far in this draft. That's not really a hot take. I guess there's a lot of good players, but I, from watching just the College World Series, the kid had a hit every single at bat. It was insane. Yeah. He hit like four four fifty, and was on base six hundred of the time in the SEC. So he was the guy. So after that, I was like, I don't. I mean, that's why I'm not as mad about Max Clark. The red flags about Max Clark are he looks like um, a douche. One, he looks like a I'm prick. shocked. He's I'm shocked he's not a Michigan commit just based on how he looks. Same. Ass. <laughs> fine <Great>. um <laughs> another one is i sent the podcast tweet of i don't know i didn't look into it i don't know that guy's podcast but the fact that he was like felt the need to say it, out of all the guests i've ever had this guy was the worst not great unless it's he's lying. definitely a red flag when we drafted him the broadcast people said this kid loves his instagram his ig page so that was like all right nice and then I watched his highlight tape, and he's just as much of a prick on the baseball field, like w- trying to shake the catcher's hand before hitting a dinger. Which, if he does well for the Tigers, I will love this kid because played a Bryce Harper villain role. But it's just a fine line where I will turn on him so fast if he's not good because I don't like what I see. But again, he's an 18 year old kid. Toby, I'm trying to think. Great. He actually yeah, need another Bucks. one of those. His swing is amazing, though. It, I, I also his swing's amazing. He also character question. He hugged his girlfriend before he hugged his mom when he got drafted. Bonk. The drafting clip, which some He's people 18, so that's just that's just one of those things. <laughs> a lot of hormones flowing through his body. Yeah, you know, can't blame that, the kid. The, ti- the thing I didn't like is the Tigers like justified the pick by showing his high school stats, and he hit like five sixty, which is like awesome. But I I've never heard that Indiana high school baseball is a hotbed for baseball prospects. So that means yeah, high school baseball me. stats might be the dumbest thing of all time. Yeah. Who's pitching to Franklin Park, Indiana? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's just no to Franklin Park, Indiana. I'm just nervous because he he didn't really have a lot of pop in Indiana in high school baseball. So I'm curious if I mean, he's you ever could throw guys out like me and Wilkins on the mound. There could be guys like that pitching against him. Yeah. Newsflash: yeah. I would strike him out, but Wilkins would not. <laughs> um, <laughs> have a nasty yeah, curveball. 
it just sucks because I would always, if I was drafting, maybe it'd blow up in my face, but I'd pretty much always take the accomplished SEC player over a exciting high school prospect. Like if you have a guy like Wyatt Langford who hit like over 300 in the SEC in the College World Series, I would just simply draft him over the exciting high school guy that I have no idea. Seemed about. like a no brainer to me, but that, that's the other thing that sucks too is like we can see free agency and trades, but like. We won't know how good of a GM Scott Harris is for like four years because we're not going to see Max Clark at all. So we don't know how good of a player he's going to be. We might know yeah. if he's a good GM based on his trades. That's kind of like stuff. We might not know if he's a GM. good talent evaluator. Yeah, that's what I miss. But there's a lot of scouts. That, that's just their main job. So. The one point I could try to make to make people feel better about uh, – Taking the chance on this kid is Riley Green was the exciting high school prospect in the draft that we took him, and he's our best player on our team by far. And he's really a great good. guy. So he, yeah. is, he does seem he like, for all intents and purposes, a great guy. Yeah. Although people thought Pat Fitzgerald was a great guy. Whoa, that took a <laughs> that turn. That was a left field. <laughs> um, the first, one of the first thoughts I had, too, is that Max Clark is going to be an absolute menace at Royal Oak Birmingham Bars. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> like, he's a great he's going, you're going to run into that kid at uh, Fifth Ave, and he's just going to have his shirt off, <laughs> find shots for everybody. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, um, they did have a no hitter. I was surprised. Next, that, uh, <laughs> there's only been 20 combined in in uh, MLB history. A real no hitter. Because yeah. you don't pull your reason- starter that has a no hitter usually. Yeah. yeah. The only part that was cool was I <laughs> yeah. was really drunk at a golf course uh, while watching it, and we turned it on the TV at the start of the ninth inning, and the place erupted when the no-hitter happened. So that's just why I thought it was a cool experience. That is I so remember dumb. where I was for this no-hitter. It was so stupid. <laughs> it was electric. I'm glad people care, though. Oh, never and, hate on people caring. It just seems so well, dumb. <laughs> one kid I was sitting with was pretty drunk that day wearing a tiger sat talking talking ball and he, go, he was telling anyone that would listen to hop on their AL Central odds right now because it's great value. <laughs> and it's one of the funnier things. He's like, throwing a note here. He's like, AL Central, man, do it right now. Plus 400 fan duel. Get on that. That's actually, you know, they must think we still have a chance. Because <laughs> the division is so – I know you don't follow baseball, but the division I mean, is the worst. We're five and a half well, back. Their lineup one through five is nice now. Plus we got Scooble back. I mean, one nice. through five. It, what? Yeah, one through five is Veerman, nice. Green, Torkelson, Kerry Carpenter, and I'm forgetting somebody. Probably and Torkelson is Ben. Veerling, right? Riley Green fixes a lot. Fixes a lot of problems because without Riley Green, we had Javi Baez batting three, and he's a striker. I don't know who pitched when they, the game I went to because I I was serious. I didn't watch it. But mm-hmm. whoever started that game gave sure. up like four bombs. Oh, I only knew that because was I was that? in left field and the balls were coming in. So I had to like be aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a thought about someone. It can't be about but the Tigers anymore. It doesn't really matter. Oh, is Alex Fido? Ex- Fido, that's one. He stinks. It'll be exciting one of these days for sure. Yeah, in roughly 11 like. years. All right. Should we knock out the NFC North fantasy draft in 10 minutes or less? Sure. Yes. I have to. Uh, Cody asked that I told everyone I'm going to the Chiefs-Lions game officially. <laughs> that is sick. I saw that as a or, story. 
we're also officially going to the MSU Penn State game at Ford Field. Yeah, so. bought that ticket today. So I'll, I guess I'll spend a lot of money today. I'll have to pack my <laughs> melting moments in a cooler for that game. I guess they might bring a cart. They should. They, oh, they should really set up a stand. If they don't, I bet they do. That's Alan Haller lost the trade. <laughs> Alan Haller lost the trade if they don't have a cart at Ford Field. <laughs> NBC one. <laughs> uh, all right. Grant, it's going to be a big week in the berm. Thanksgiving week if you're bored. Lions Thursday, know, Spartans f- Friday. Michigan State plays Arizona in basketball Thursday. I have to figure out the plans. I think likely because it's, you know. Because you're going to live there now. It to both sides. I know, but I think Thanksgiving could be um, oh, a Auburn thing this, this year. And then Christmas could be here. So I might miss that. I might go to the Iron Bowl. There's potential. That'd be cool. So that's something that you just kind of got to do. Yeah. We'll be disappointed in you, but have fun. As much as I would love to be at the Land Grant game, I might be at the... Well, the Lions-Packers game was more so the... <laughs> Isn't that the that's Thanksgiving sick. game? Well, the, those tickets are expensive. We're working on that. The possibility... Okay, here's a question. If you had to buy season tickets... Okay, wait. No, I got to phrase it right because... It depends on what sport you like. What team do you think is the best bet to buy season tickets for this year? The Red Wings or Pistons after this week's free agency? Red Wings. Seems obvious. Like best chance to more entertainment and bang for your buck Pistons. Because they could be sneaky decent. And less expensive. And less expensive for sure. But there's nothing yeah, like a hockey environment in person. Red Wings does make the most sense because they have a better chance to make the playoffs, I would say, than the, than yeah, the Pistons. By quite a margin, I would say. Pistons, get your tickets for the Las Vegas midseason tournament because that's ours. Watch out. No. We're going to have to play like the box. Because not to get into the soccer world, but I think that the other teams will treat that like the FA Cup where they play their scrubs, like the good teams, so they don't get hurt. And we'll throw out our A team. Yeah, but they're regular season like, games. <laughs> we are like, uh, who are we like? Who's like a bad FA Cup? Fulham. Yep. Credit to Cody for not saying Tottenham. I really thought he was going to say something disrespectful. There. We don't even try to win that. And that's why we keep losing it. <laughs> the Pistons are Fulham. And we need to win the FA Cup for pride. Nottingham so. Forest. Going all in. Yes. Leeds United. But I saw it's matched up like you play the best team. It's pool play. It's pool play and then the top team in each pool. Based on the standings last place. year. But it doesn't count towards regular season wins, does it? Do you guys, yeah, the games they, are no, regular the, season the games. Pool, the pool games do. And then once they go to Vegas, I don't think those games do. The single elimination oh. is not. Yeah. I think hmm. it, I everyone's kind of hating on it. I think it'd be all right. It's, it's not like I'm not going to watch it. Will I really yeah. dial in? Maybe, but depends on what football game. Am I going to care like the the, who wins it? No, yeah. but like I'll at least watch it. Maybe they'll try. Yeah. If the they'll Pistons were in it, you one, know you'd watch it. There'll be a, one at least one big NBA star who catches like a federal or a, you know jail case from being in Vegas for that long, so that'll be exciting. Like Alvin Kamara, like there's gonna be someone that's gonna ha- yes, there's gonna be someone that has a problem out there. I've watched two summer league games this week. I'm gonna watch it. Who am I kidding? You're addicted to ball. I like well, ball. that's because there's nothing. There's literally nothing on except for summer league. So right that now. or the Tigers. Yeah, in the <laughs> U.S. Men's B team for the Gold Cup. Oh, Wimbledon. Oh. I've just never been a tennis guy. <laughs> Me either. 
Um, all right. Oh, I got the first passenger. Sorry, I'm the first pick. No, I go first. One through. I did the one through three. I was one. Cody was two. You were three. One came up, so I'll do it again. First pick. Do it again. Oh, one came up again. Mm, It's not fair. (laughs) Cody's going second, and Alex is going third in the wraparound. Mm, Feels better. What are we filling out? Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, flex. There's a there's a clear one one in my head, but yeah, it's Justin Jefferson. Just take him. Clear one one, Sam Laporta. No, I'm gonna take Justin Jefferson for wide out. I'm gonna take Amonra St. Brown for wide out. Oh, what a reach! I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I don't even. I'm trying to think of, one two. Think of guy. I did two. need to look up the Bears depth chart for a running back. If I'm being honest, I I couldn't tell you who's plays so running back for them picks. right now. Khalil Herbert, dude, you casual. Oh my God. Casual. I'm this out of is, practice. You right guys now. took the only players worth taking. <laughs> yeah, that's still means your quarterback. You I'm not taking a quarterback out. yet. Hold on. Alex is taking this way more seriously. <laughs> I just gotta make <laughs> sure I don't get this wrong. <laughs> There's I don't know who's on these receiver. teams. Oh, we get a flex too, you said. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take flex. Aaron Jones I'm in right now. Oh, and snake yeah, I'm best running back on his own team. Just kidding. He's catches all. He's a great fantasy player. And is there any good tight ends in this division? No. Is there wow. any wideouts left? Yeah. Yeah. There's some yeah. wideouts left. Yeah. <laughs> what a casual dude. This kid knows nothing about ball. I don't know anything about the Bears. I can tell you that. Yes, you do. I'm looking at their wide receivers and they suck. I don't want them. You don't want Cole Komet. <laughs> I don't want Chase Claypool or Darnell Mooney or Cole Komet. Oh, wow. he's he's got a big miss right now, Grant. Am I missing something? Fall- yeah, yeah, you're missing a massive trade that shook up the NFL draft of a premier receiver that went to the Bears this offseason. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Do you just uh, want him at your wideout or no? Yeah, I'll take DJ <laughs> Okay. So I can't believe, he doesn't even show up on their depth chart. What a joke. Well, on ESPN he does. What are you on? Our lads. <laughs> <laughs> I do use them a lot, so that's surprising. The NFC skill positions kind of stink. They're really um, bad. You don't say. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll take I'll take JG sixteen. Why no, not? that was just yeah. my auto pick. I have his jersey. <laughs> Cody's <laughs> just gonna pander and take the entire Lions roster. <laughs> my team um... sucks, <laughs> dude. You take one pick, two. DJ Moore and Aaron Jones. <laughs> this is kind of a tough draft because I don't know, like the skill players in this division. I'm learning a lot about when I actually draft for fantasy that I don't want to be. In the NFC North. You could take Alexander Madison. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know who to take for this position. This shouldn't take this long, but I really don't know who I want to take. It's a tough game. Is there good? I truly think there's only one established tight end right now in this You're division. taking so Cole Komet. Take- I'm going to take TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> I forgot uh, about him. He's the only... That's on my part. 
Laporta could be good, but there's only one actually like, legit at the, at the position. There's only one like legit name right now. It's TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> well, Laporta's the upside pick, <laughs> but yeah, Wilkins. Well, the Packers drafted a lot of tight ends too. Luke Musgraves. Back to you, well, Grant, right? And Tucker. Oh Kyle. yeah, I get two. I do yeah. get two. Damn. Um. I hate my okay. team. Well. I think I have to take – I'm going to go Flash because I think that could win if if I even make a graphic for this. I can't say I'm <laughs> itching to make a graphic for this. But – oh, who do I do? I think there's a clear next player that should be picked. It, would he have to be a flex for me? Yes. No. All right, this guy was – this guy is really good. This guy's really good. He had a great rookie year. I'm going to take him as my flex. I'm taking Christian Watson. Oh. Is that still... not how you thought, Alex? No, he was in my tier of two. I think there's a little but a running back that would be pretty good. He's going to have Jordan Love now, unfortunately. Yeah, so now I it's think... to Cody. Yeah, you know what? Let's just let's just go for it. Let's just let's just take Jameer Gibbs. I would have taken David Montgomery pick. first. Wow, to each his own. I was gonna take. I was thinking about taking Jimmy or Gibbs. Well, I'm taking Gibbs in a real fantasy draft, draft, but yeah. Uh, so I need a tight end. This is a real fantasy draft, Alex. What are you talking about? So I guess I'll take. I feel like I already have too many Bears players. So I'm gonna take Sam Laporta, just so I have a Lions. Yeah. And then what else do I need? I need a flex and a QB. Wow. I'll take Justin Fields for the fantasy points. No. <laughs> Draft ruined. <laughs> I mean, he's going to score. Well, he scored like 40 a game the last five weeks. Go chains is an auto pick for Grant now. I know. I'm going to. Damn it. <laughs> now you need a flex, um, Alex. No, right, I, I went need, twice. You took, oh, you took two. All right, to Cody. I need a flex and tight end. I will go. Jaden Reed. Torn between, I'm torn between two <laughs> Vikings receivers. I, I guess I'll go room. Jordan Addison. I'll go Jordan Addison. Mm. That's an exciting pick. KJ Osborne probably has a better year to start the year. but Ipsy Lincoln. Briefly. People forget that. Grant. And then, oh, that's right. Um, well, I guess I'll just take Kirk because I have two picks, so I'll take Kirk Cousins. Oh, watch the Netflix doc premieres tomorrow. I'm actually really excited. To I watched watch the that. trailer; it looked really good. Did you watch um, the first pretty, four minutes? Yeah, yeah whatever that two. was. That not the trailer. I guess that's what I watched. Hot seat, potentially hard knocks. This looks legit. Yeah, I'm gonna feel bad for Marcus Mariota after four weeks, but it'll be okay. I'm hoping this running... gets Patrick more respect. <laughs> My running back is between. Three people: Madison, Montgomery, and someone else. There, uh, AJ Dillon. Man, no, there's another guy I'm considering, but I'm thinking about the graphic, and if this gets picked up and fans are debating, do I want to give this one team love or do I just want to not include them? Oh, the Bears! <laughs> I keep forgetting they have a team. <sighs> Let me look at the stats real quick. Don't they have someone decent now? Well, they had Montgomery. 29. Oh, Khalil Herbert. 29. Correct. And Deonta Foreman. And then there's a rookie. 
Looking at yardage, sucks. you have to take David Montgomery. So I'm taking yeah. David Montgomery. Shit. That's my team. My team is on the field. We're thin at, we're thin at tight end. Um, tight end's tough. I had to take Hawk when he was there. I'll go. I will go Luke Musgrave for the Packers. Nice. Gross. Slighted Tucker Craft. We'll see how that will forever haunt Cody if Tucker Craft Tucker, is the guy. Tucker Craft is actually third on the depth chart for the Packers. <laughs> wow. So I just need Musgrave's one flex. One. Josiah I if he knows that. <laughs> no, that's a name. Yeah, you, yeah, see you the can flex. take any position. You could double up QB and go Jordan Love. I actually don't think you can do that. Can't do that. It's not a super flex. <laughs> this is not take, a super flex league. <laughs> take Mr. Fireworks. You won't. Who's Mr. Fireworks? J-Mo. You didn't see all the heat he got. That was uh, a big well, miss I just on the show, actually. Six, uh, six game suspension. It wouldn't be great for fantasy to have him yeah, down a starter. To get hot, hot out of gate. <laughs> That's more of a Levi move. I'm sure Levi will get him on the draft night for some bucks. Um, I get that. Uh, uh, there's no one good left. Well, that's a little mean. There's some good players. One moment. You're thinking you're gonna drop any guy you pick right now to the waiver wire? No. I <laughs> guess. I mean, I guess there's a starting running back for the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll take Madison. My team sucks. <laughs> yeah, your team is really. Well, bad. I had got you the third this. pick. I got the third pick in a clear two-man draft. It wasn't really fair. I'm going to take it hockey three. This is the best time of the draft. You should have taken Jalen Naylor for his pirate turning. So my team was Kirk, Montgomery, Jefferson, Hawkinson, Watson. Cody's was Goff, Gibbs, Amonra, Addison, Luke Musgrave, and Alex's was... Justin Fields, Aaron Jones, DJ Moore, Laporta, Alex Madison. Yeah, I'd probably still win. Well, my team goes hard. <laughs> Yours is the Lions, and Grant's is the Vikings. Cody's is the rookies. <laughs> and whoever got Justin Ash. Jefferson was winning, and Grant rigged the, the order. So I swear it wasn't it's really fair. One on the generator. Whoever got Jefferson on. won, and Grant rigged it, and that's why he has him. I think I just I just think I make good picks. Can't wait to bid against Grant for him again. It's gonna be great. I'm thinking $150 this year. Let's get crazy. <laughs> I can't believe Cam quit all, and just let me have or him. I'll last just, year. Or, or I'll just trade for him like I did last year. Yeah, I'm always willing. You know who's also a big fan of purple being the Vikings? Grimace. That's about to say. <laughs> That mother grimace. Grimace to right. Skull. <laughs> Actually, they should have grimace out to a game. That is this week's show. Um, plug the socials. Follow. Plug the socials. How to Hat listen. To Apple, Spotify, YouTube, cheers, and to- show. <laughs> Just like that. Um, but seriously, please follow along. Please subscribe. Please, please, uh, YouTube subscribe is what we're trying to do because you actually watch this show now. Um, cheers to. Anyone have any good ones? 
to Grimace. His birthday. Cody. Happy birthday, Grimace. His birthday was Cheers in June. to the number one podcast in the state of Michigan, the 10th largest state population-wise in the country. And cheers, cheers to, to hold on. I have one that matters to my mom's birthday on Sunday. To Abby's mom's birthday. birthday and the end of my summer vacation. It was a great run. About time Grant got back in the real world and stopped working for Joe Biden's America. 